Audacious Lucius Podcast, episode 66. I'm Paul. And I'm Casey. And uh, how was your holiday, buddy? We haven't really talked much since the holidays. Yeah, it was a good holiday. Yeah, just laid back. Uh, my dad, who's in our bubble, came over Christmas Eve. Um, bubble dad? Got it. Bubble dad. And uh, gosh, we just... Uh, what did we have? We had... Uh, uh, what am I drawing a blank? Seafood dish. Um, what's it called? Chipino? Chipino. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Chipino. We had Chipino. Um, it was excellent. Fantastic. Uh, I, I, we don't eat a lot of seafood, but I, I love it when I have it. Um, yeah, neither do we, actually. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, and then uh, Christmas was pretty low-key. The boys were crazy, you know, getting mm-hmm. a bunch of gifts and stu- such. Um, I know all about that, yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, and that's been about it. How about yourself? How was your Christmas? It was great. It was great. My mom came over. She's in our bubble. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we just we opened... We opened gifts from her and my side of the family on uh, Christmas Eve, and then Christmas morning was just a a cluster. Yeah, sure. <laughs> just it was lots of gifts, but it was it was a very successful Christmas. Um, I put up on uh, on Facebook and on my Untapped a photo of uh, the beer I'm drinking, which we're going to get to in a minute. But my new uh, my mom got me some really nice crystal. Yeah, I saw that here. Crystal yeah. wine glasses. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to not uh, drink out of you know like, like a hydro flask cup sure yeah <laughs> you know yeah I mean? it's a little, little classier a little more classy slightly slightly yeah. yeah you know me i'm a classy guy yeah you are um, <laughs> so yeah man so uh, speaking of what you're drinking uh what are you drinking uh i have something from new glory craft brewing which i've never heard of uh Where i just saw at? it at the store it's sacramento <laughs> and i and it looked like a cool can and it was a okay. double dry hopped hazy ipa called splitting atoms uh okay. it's good it's it's uh it's a good hazy i mean like i talk about hazies a lot but it's a tasty hazy with a with a, a nice bite at the end i like it when the hazy kind of has that that bite when it tastes like it's a hazy in the front and then it, and it still gets that punch in the back um that kind of hop in the back the hop in the back and it doesn't linger too long it's good it's a good one and it's, and it's floral and sweet so it's, it's a nice one I've, i'll have to check out their stuff more but um i like it how about yourself? Oh, make what, sure what we you... tag on. Make what... sure we tag them on Twitter. We'll do that. Yeah. What are you drinking out of your fancy new uh, 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 crystal? Oh, I got a couple. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so fancy. I have a couple beers. I haven't cracked one of them yet. But the first one I drank or started to drink is uh, I didn't realize that it's a triple. <laughs> it's a triple oh, no. hazy. Yeah. Um, from uh, my favorite out in uh, Virginia, oh, Adroit yeah. Theory. Yeah. Um, and it's a beer. It's part of their Ghost series. Um, oh yeah, Fantastic where they only can they only count twenty thousand of each variety. Uh, this one's Ghost Nine Fourteen, which is uh, Evangelon Fifteen. Okay, Ario. Yeah. I have no idea what that means, but it's got really yeah. cool black and white skulls on the can. Okay, and it's a beautiful color, and it is. Yeah, I love their brand. Super boozy. It yeah. is super boozy, but in a good way. But yeah, um, Android theories when they have that stuff that's super boozy, it's always like this is super boozy. But man, I could just drink this. Well, I I'll find revision is the same way. I'll like get a revision. I'm like, this is really good, and I'll look yeah. at it and be like, oh, God, it's a triple. <laughs> I 100 percent agree. Um, also, like, thanks, man, for that. Uh, you so Casey got me a uh, an Android theory um, from John's Marketplace. You got one, you know, one for each of us uh, that I drank on Christmas Eve and um, ended up being a barley wine. I had no yeah, idea. It was good. 14 and a half percent. And it was, yeah, God, it was good. It was. It down and I don't, I don't I usually got... like barley wines. They're usually too much. They're too boozy. Even the ones that aren't, you know, the same percentage that I, I drink a barley wine. I'm like, Ugh, I, yeah, I, I got, I got choked this down. hammered on yeah. Christmas Eve. Hammered. Because I, um, 
Yeah, I drank uh, while I was cooking dinner. I drank a couple of mimosas. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, and Good. then what else did I drink? I had a couple mimosas, and then I had a glass of red wine. Yeah. And then I had that barley wine you got me. And then Melissa, <laughs> a lot, after dude. the boys went to bed, after well, off the boys to bed, Melissa got on a, a phone call with like all of her, it was her cousins and her dad and her um, aunts and uncles on her dad's side. Because mm-hmm. like, they, they usually get together, they're all in, like in, most of them are all in Michigan. Um, and they get together and this was like, they're all over the country, obviously, with the pandemic now, you yeah. know, not able yeah. to get together. So they had a sure. big Zoom call. Which was awesome. And they did like a little secret Santa because, you know, because they do every year, but they couldn't do it in person. And like we joined that. And like, so she was drinking, you know, um, mimosas. And I think she may have had like a glass of red wine at the end of the night. Well, I didn't have anything to drink at that point cold. So I was like, well, screwed. I'm going to drink some scotch. Oh, no. On so top of all that. Glasses, I had three <laughs> glasses of scotch and each glass was probably a, a, at least two or three fingers high. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was rough. Yeah, it was a rough morning. Christmas rough, morning was a rough morning, um, but you know what? We persevere. And we yeah, through. exactly. Uh, That's what the holidays are for. The other beer I have, I haven't cracked it yet. I had it a while ago. I don't remember if I liked it or not, which is okay. not great, I guess. But it's from uh, Blackstack Brewing, sure, uh, which is in, I believe, Colorado. Uh, but it's a double dry hop IPA. It's called Patent Pending, and yeah. uh, I think it was good. If I remember right, we'll find out after I, you know, finish drinking this one. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sounds a lot good. Of alcohol talk for the first five minutes of the podcast. Hey, that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> so, man, like a lot of things have changed since last week when we recorded. Uh, I mean, first, the NBA season's actually happening. It is. So we've kicked off. We've already had one uh, pretty gruesome looking injury tonight. Was that uh, Morant? Uh, Morant. Yeah, thankfully, yeah. it's uh, it sounds like it's just a sprain. X ray is negative. I think they're yeah, waiting for the MRI. MR, but... MRI. It just, yeah. the, the hope there is there's no. Yeah. Um, ligament no damage ligament or sure or anything that like you know even if it's a really bad sprain if it's a high grade sprain he's gonna be out for a few weeks which the Definitely. Grizzlies the Grizzlies can't afford to lose him because no. they really don't have that much firepower no they don't um, um, it's too bad he he, he's, he looked he's looked uh, really good and I, I like John Morant so it's it's too bad when there's a player that's fun to watch in the NBA that is gonna be out for a bit but th- but he, thankfully it's not gonna be worse like he's coming he start looks like he's starting to like slow the game down a little bit sure this season like he was putting up really good stats they 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 didn't look horribly horribly discombobulated as an offense um it it seemed like everything was slowing down for him a little bit and he was able to kind of like see the floor a little better and play the point guard position yeah uh which is something he didn't really do a lot last year he really relied on athleticism and this year it's seems like he's relying a lot on his brain yeah yeah which is i mean that's what you need to do that's what you need to do as a point guard well, yeah, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> but to be a successful um, point guard, at least let's, I mean, let's, let's look at the cat out of the bag. Let's talk about the Blazers. Sure. Um, because I, I don't know how much you watched the first two games. I watched the whole thing. I didn't games. watch the first one. I wasn't really able to watch much of it, but, uh, I, I did watch a lot of the Houston game. I watched them both. And I, I gotta tell you, like I'm a diehard Blazer fan. Obviously I'm incredibly unimpressed and a little worried with yeah. our team. Um, mainly it's because it just, I know there's some growing pains when you turn over uh, a, a bunch of players. Of yeah. Also, right. and you know, the off season, it hasn't been a very long off season to get everyone together. Everyone's a group together. So no, but it sure seems like this team is just going to go as far as Damon CJ alone are going to carry them. Sure. It seems like one of them has to score 30 or more for them to be in a game. Um, and that's a recipe for disaster. Cause yeah. it's just, 
uh, eventually teams are going to key on that. Um, as they have throughout as the they last have. five, six years. I will say the bright spots I've seen at least so far are um, a lot of energy out of some of the new faces. So a yeah. lot of energy out of Derek Jones Derek Jr. Jones, yeah. He's looked great. And at least in the Houston game, he looked pretty good. Yeah, I think, well, the thing is, like, it, it's tempered expectations. If you think he's going to be a stud and a, a third option and this, this amazing offensive player, you're missing the entire picture yeah. because he's he's there to, game. To, yeah. he's there to to fill lanes and be active hands. Yeah, and he did that. And then the same thing Covington's done, though. Covington looks a little lost offensively Yeah, thus far. Um, I'm sure that'll pick up at some point, but the bench looks horrible. It does look pretty bad. And a big part of that is just there's uh, there's a lot of question marks on that bench, despite being deep on paper. Uh, but you have Rodney Hood, who doesn't look right. He looks like a, like a step slow, like watching oh, yeah. him watching him play defense, and he looks like that lateral. I mean, that's could that's that could still come to him, but he looks like he's a he's a bit slow on on the defensive end, which is too bad because that was kind of. I mean, he wasn't never he was never a great great defender, but he was a good defender, a solid defender who could guard a a good wing, you know? Um, and it, it looks like he's just getting blown by every second. And we don't, uh, and we don't have that rim protector on the, on the defense. That's going to, going to help that out. And, and you know, I, yeah. So I yeah. don't know. No, he, I agree. I, know, I think that is a bummer. more than ever, I'm starting to think that we really do miss Zach Collins. We might, because, his defensive presence, at least he can kind of change the, the, you know, the, anyone driving to the rim to change, change their, just their shot or you know or whatnot the trajectory of their shot and whatnot by by getting in their face and such so i mean ns Cantor seems like a really nice guy i i know you're gonna go with this but i actually like i like some things Cantor did i i like i still like Cantor more than i like Whiteside. i think Cantor's offense is fantastic uh that is offense around the rim obviously he's not like a jump shooter but he's so skilled around the rim that that if you get any smaller center like he was kind of eating christian wood up um, he's not a great defender. He's not a great pick and roll defender. He's not going to protect the basket is, at all. He gets a he's ton the worst defender on the team. He gets a ton of, course. but he also gets a ton of offensive rebound. He does some good things, just like Whiteside did a few good things. But I, I still think I'd prefer uh, I'd prefer Cantor over Whiteside. And and just depending on how you use him, it's he's Cantor's like matchup based completely. Like um, if you're if you're playing a quick team, that uh, well, I mean the, Horn, the Rockets are kind of doing that. But I, it, it just depends on the game, depends on the matchup. But I think Cantor has his worth. You can't rely too much on him. I want to see Giles. That's who I'm. I'm. I'm itching to see. Uh, here's here's my issue with Cantor is that he's a great finisher around the rim. He has great footwork. He is a soft finish, and that's great. Um, he doesn't rotate at all on defense. He doesn't really move around on offense. Yeah, and he doesn't pass the ball. No. So those are three big, big, big issues. Issue. Sure. Uh, when, when you have a team that's that's primarily an ISO team anyway, even more so when you get mellow in the game. Yeah. Um. It really, it makes the entire bench worthless. Yeah. Because if Mellow's not hitting and he's shooting, he's and can't get the shoot. ball and he's shooting. Yeah. Then you can't get anyone else in a rhythm. You can't yeah. get Hood in a rhythm. Not to say that he could get in one right now because he's still step slow, like you said. Mm-hmm. But, but you can't get Simons in a rhythm. You can't yeah. get Gary Trent in a rhythm. Um. I'll tell you, yeah, about Simons. Like, I, he looked pretty good in that game against Houston. He didn't do a lot, but he didn't make any mistakes. And he his shot looked nice. He was taking the right shots, and and his shot just looked. He looked comfortable taking that shot. And when he hit it, it looked it looked perfect. It looked pretty. So, 
still not a facilitator, yeah. but um, no, but I think if he, he continues what he's been doing, that I I think I think he'll be he all right. Didn't look, he certainly yeah. didn't look hesitant, and I think that at some point he's going to have to step up and be the guy because I think Gary Trent's gone after this year because yeah, he, he might be because he, he wants to get paid. Yeah, and he does, and he deserves to get paid. To be fair, yeah, and we can't afford, we can't pay three guards. Sure. Uh, so on this team, yeah. So, so in in talking about that, I mean, what do you what do you think about Harden and, and his chances of coming here, or if that's a 0%. real thing, zero percent, yeah, zero percent. And the only reason that zero percent is because Olshay will never trade CJ McCollum. He you won't don't do think it. so? He won't do it. I can guarantee he won't do it because he drafted CJ. Yeah. And his guys are his guys. And, I, and it's too bad Trent would be a perfect guy to include in that trade, you know? A, a guy who's looking for that deal. Uh, I'll tell you, like, so a friend of the podcast, Dia Miller, uh, has been tweeting a lot. And Dia is a eternally optimistic Blazer fan. And Dia also is um, someone who falls in love with the Blazers mm-hmm. as human beings. And she's been very outspoken about how she would never trade CJ because he's this great human being and how James Harden is a horrible human being and doesn't fit the team chemistry. James Harden had a all right game against the Blazers and he went for 44 and 17. And and you know, and the other funny thing is like that was his, he, he had been, that was the first game of the year for him. And he, you know there were all these rumors about him being out of shape and all this stuff before too and he came out and did that all, all uh yeah no i agree um i so i love cj mccollum so I, I, I absolutely i love cj mccollum i know you love cj mccollum more I than do. i do i love cj i love I his game i think he is the best mid-range player in the league mm-hmm. i don't think that's an argument i, I think that at one point that might have been DeRozan. now it's him yeah I would move CJ McCollum every day of the year for James Harden. Sure. Because James Harden does so much more to help the team than CJ does. And now I know that, that the, the argument is you're trading a guard for a guard and that's not solving the problems. Yeah, but but James Harden is an all-star or future Hall of Famer, a guy who's – I know he hasn't had super, like crazy success in the playoffs, but he's a guy who's always been in the playoffs, always competes, gets to the Western Conference Finals. I know he has his issues, but – so does CJ. It's as much as I love CJ. I mean, I would. You got to take Harden over that, right? I mean, the guy. The guy's. So, in, the guy's forty. <laughs> the guy can throw up forty points any time. He gets triple doubles. I mean, he's just as good or bad of a defender as CJ is. He could be better when he, he could even be better when he's actually focused on it. Um, so that's that's my issue with Harden and CJ, for that matter, mm-hmm. is that that they're when they want to, they can defend. Yeah, and they both like to take possessions off now cj can get away with it more often yeah because he doesn't just flat out not move mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but the, the difference is is that when cj is helping the blazers it's because he's shooting the ball yeah and he's shooting the ball at a good at a good clip when yeah. he's not scoring he doesn't do a whole lot to help the team because the, he doesn't have the x factors he doesn't he doesn't he can't get to the line the way that dame does Mm-hmm. Or especially the way that Harden does. Yeah, yeah. You know, whether that, whether that's right or wrong, we all know that Harden gets away with a lot. Of course, and but, it, and, and all these Blazer I, fans that this. are all these Blazer fans that are so against Harden and his fouls, me included. He, he's annoying. Once that's on your side and on your team, I mean, you're going to be happy about that every single time. <laughs> it's the same argument you make about Shaquille O'Neal when mm-hmm. he played. It's that people are like, well, every single. I mean, like you come near him and it's a foul. Well, yeah. it's. 
why wouldn't you? Yeah, everyone, like, you, you had to foul him to guard him. If the refs so, call it that way, then you yeah. exploit it. You exploit exactly. whatever whatever yeah. weaknesses you can find and whatever advantages you can basketball. find. It's smart basketball. And that that's where I think... That's where I think you and I, our opinion is going to be different than 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 certain Blazer fans, because they, I think yeah. when it comes down to this, it's funny because Melissa, my wife, and I were talking about this, and she's not a basketball fan by any stretch of the imagination. But like, I, I you know, every now and then I'll I'll start talking her ear off about something, and she humors me and listens. I started talking a little bit about James Harden. She knew who James Harden was, so a, he's a star. Yeah, because if my wife knows who you are in the NBA, then you've made it. Sure, yeah. Right? So you're a star. Star power in Portland is a big thing. Two, um, she said, so how do you feel about it? Like, it's, I mean, like, would it, like, upset the team chemistry? I said, I don't know. There's only yeah. one way to find out. I said, but the whole goal of this is not to have a team of 12 or now, you know, however many we have with the, the pandemic rosters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want to look down my roster and say, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. What a great humanitarian. What a sweetheart. Yeah. I want guys who win. The sure. whole point of this is to win, to win a championship. And right now we're at a glass ceiling that I don't think we can get through. And we need something to put us over the edge. You yeah. put Dame and Harden together in that backcourt. Yeah. So, yeah. Then, then all of a sudden that you you've you've now thrown a, a major wrench right at the Lakers. Definitely. Because the Lakers don't have anyone to account for both of mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And the fact that I would make the argument that that James Harden is less streaky than CJ McCollum, only because James Harden, when his shot stops to not, not fall down, yeah, he gets to the line. Sure. And he'll slow the game down that way. And he's yeah. a great passer on top of it. So he is a great passer. And I just don't know. And that's the other thing. Like last, like he does kind of disappear in the playoffs. And last year with Westbrook, um, when when yeah, like if if you have Harden not not really playing great in the playoffs, you you still have Dame Lillard, who's who's a great playoff basketball player, and um, and and it, it's it seems like that I don't know. It, it's hard for me to explain what I'm trying to say, but uh. I think the two would work together better than than Harden and and Westbrook because I think Dame's a better player, a better shooter. He can he can he can stretch the floor much better than Westbrook ever could. Uh, yep. So I, I don't know. I I think it would work fine. I don't I don't see there being any 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 issues with chemistry. Um, I mean, ultimately, it comes down to what Dame wants. Sure, Dame, that's true. If, we if, don't if know. Dame, maybe and Dame so, maybe and Dame and Harden and Harden aren't buddies and and are and don't don't like each other at all. We don't really know. Very good it's, possibility. It's hard to it's hard to get a, a a pulse on Harden personally. I haven't really watched a lot of his interviews, but I I, I don't really know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, I know they're both Adidas I mean, guys. That's got to be something, right? He's very soft spoken. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone has ever called him a great leader. Yeah, and he, he wouldn't need to be here. Yeah, he doesn't need to. be. I know he likes he, strip clubs. He, I mean, who's got more per capita than any city in exactly. the U.S.? Exactly. Exactly. Right here. Um, no, but like in all seriousness, though, I just don't, I just don't think it's going to happen because I don't think Olshay no. will pull the trigger. You're, you're probably there right. Report, there was a report today that there's been several teams, at least six or seven, that have made formal offers to yeah. Houston. I'd have to assume that that's probably Brooklyn, who now I don't think has a shot because mm-hmm. Dinwiddie's hurt. Yeah, Boston. Um, I would assume Boston. I would assume, uh, even though they say they're not making an offer, I would assume Miami. Yeah, uh, I would assume. Maybe Toronto. 
Yeah. Um, okay. It's hard to say. So that's four. Who else? Yeah. I mean, I, who I, else would make would make a would take a shot at it? I would yeah. have to assume that Portland might be one of those teams. They might be. So maybe there is a formal so what, offer. So what kind of offer would you would you make if you were the GM? What would be like my my hardline final offer? Or what would be my uh, starting? What's offer? your starting point? And then and then what? Where where would you be willing to go? Okay, so I know Houston wants first round picks, right? Yeah. So I, frankly, if you're trading for James Harden, you're saying screw the draft, mm-hmm. and you're trying to win. So I don't care about first round picks. I'll give you three first round picks. Yeah. As a starting point, you need to make salaries match. So CJ has to be included. Of course, yeah. So it's going to be CJ McCollum. It's going to have to be a young asset. Um, I don't think they're going to want Gary Trent because they're not going to want to pay Gary Trent necessarily. Yeah. They'll have uh, cap room though, right? I mean, he might be worth it for a team like that. A young guy. That, he, could that... he could be. I think they they might be better off with a player like uh, Zach Collins. Zach Collins, sure. Um, and maybe even another guy like like uh, Little or something like that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Now, if it, if it was McCollum – and Gary Trent. Well, now you've now you've created an issue in mm-hmm. your backcourt because now you don't have any depth in that backcourt if someone gets hurt or gets nicked up. Yeah, I all. mean, let's see. And you, put yeah, you got you got Hood and, Sim- and Simons are the are pretty much the two. Simons has to be your guy. Yeah, which means you, which means you have to stagger Damon Harden, which isn't the end of the world, but like you kind of want to see those two play together. Yeah, to maximize the benefit. So. Yeah, I'm uh, trying to think of like who else you could. Yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> I mean, there, totally to answer your question, there's outside of Dame, yeah, and probably Nurkic, just because I think he he is too important as the pivot guy yeah. on this team. I'd trade anybody. Yeah, anybody on the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, it again, the point is to win a championship, and I don't I don't know if take the Lakers out of the equation. I don't even know if the Blazers are good enough to win a championship over the Bucks. Yeah. I don't know. I don't maybe know. they are. Maybe they're not. I uh, think maybe it's, Philly. Philly might be a team that might I, be going after him. Yeah, that that too. De- definitely, Ben Simmons is a is a good good asset to to acquire if you're um, mm-hmm. if you're Houston. Um, I still think it's a little early to to throw the towel in on Portland. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I know a lot of fans are. I mean, they're even after the the you know two of the three preseason games are pretty rough, and and the first game, and and I even saw people talking about yeah, you know, after we beat Houston, saying. Uh, yeah, but they had like six G leaguers on their team. It's like okay, but I mean, one of them is Christian Wood, who's obviously a good player, and and they have they have some good. They, just because they're G leaguers, former G leaguers, doesn't mean they're not good. Um, yeah, a win's a win, and uh, give it some time. If we're if we're talking, if we're getting into uh, mid to late January, and we're still looking pretty rough with this roster, then yeah, I I would start feeling a little nervous about our chances of of uh, making it far in the playoffs again. So I, the only thing I'll say about it is that it, I don't think <laughs> what what frustrated me about that Houston game is that it took us an overtime and almost another overtime mm-hmm. to put mm-hmm. Houston away without John Wall, without Boogie Cousins, no, you're right. without Eric Gordon. Yeah, that just that made me nervous. No, that's fine. I, I get that. I get that. But I just want no, I it's want... halftime. It's halftime of the game tonight against the Lakers and the Blazers are winning. We look pretty good. I've been watching since since we've been talking. So, I know you, you haven't been able to watch really, but. We look pretty good, and Houston good. is Houston's getting just sauced yeah. by Denver right now because Houston can't guard anybody. No, they can't. Uh, I mean, that's that's. I mean, not not taking anything away from CJ McCollum, but that's why CJ had forty four points because mm-hmm. yeah. he had open looks and he hit them. 
Yep. Uh, that's why Jokic has another triple double tonight. And everyone in the, the starting lineup for Denver is in double figures because they're they're, just, they're moving the ball and mm-hmm. Houston can't defend them. No. Um, especially without those guys Wall that you named and yeah. Boogie and Gordon and whoever else they I don't even remember who else is out. There's a bunch of guys out. If there's yeah. six out. Um Yeah, I think those are the main guys though. Oh, certainly. I mean, for how for how youthful and spry Boogie and John Wall both looked in the, the short preseason, big yeah. blow. Mm-hmm. Because that, I mean, like all of a sudden you're like, I mean, even in the, our preview, I was like, the Rockets aren't that bad. Yeah. Uh, maybe they are. I mean, <laughs> you know. They might be. They might be. They might be. Um, <laughs> well, just looking uh, at the stats uh, like, of the Blazer game, I mean, Cantor already has 10 rebounds. <laughs> That's kind of crazy. Um, a bunch in the, in the first yeah, quarter. Trent, uh, we're missing a lot of shots. Oh, well, actually, it's not true. Trent's playing pretty well. It looks like uh, Lillard only has four shots so far. CJ's got 13 points. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see the, how the I second half goes. A, I have a bet that the over/under on CJ tonight was 21 and a half, and I went over hard. He's on got the 13 over. right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That's free money. Six to assists me. too. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, I think that's a great call. Um, also, if the Blazers win, I win a little bit of money because I had them in a parlay tonight. So fantastic! Uh, <laughs> doesn't yeah. happen very often. Then I said that they're going to lose. Um, mm. uh, what else have you noticed in the uh, the NBA this year so what far? What, what, three, uh, four games, whatever it's been. Anything else that's jumped out at you? Besides Jokic getting a triple double every game. That's true. Yeah, he's been great. Um, Indiana's been playing really well. They're three and zero. The bonus looks like he's he's a he's a star. Um, he's another guy that's almost getting triple doubles every game. Uh, Cleveland is three and zero. What's wh- who 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 would have thought that? It sounds like uh, Garland is playing well. I haven't really been able to follow or watch Cleveland. Or I'm not sure who they beat, but they have a 13 point differential right now, which is impressive. I I, I don't imagine that'll last. But there's a few teams out in the East. Atlanta's three and zero. Orlando's three and zero. I I can't believe Orlando's three and zero. Yeah, that's yeah. a big surprise to me. Um, Besides Cleveland, I mean Cleveland obviously is surprising, but Darius sure. Garland looks like he can play. Yeah, he does. All look of a like sudden, that. Darius yeah. Garland looks like he can shoot. Yeah, maybe he just needs a little bit of time to like get up to speed. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been surprised with how pro ready Tyrese Halliburton's looked. Yeah, he's looked great. I mean, great. I think starting either. I think we both said he might be the most pro ready mm-hmm. prospect. Yeah, in the draft, but boy, oh boy, does he look good. He looks good. Um, just doesn't he hasn't gets one turnover? Is that right? This season? I think it's one turnover in like for a rookie. 80 something minutes. Yeah. Um, that's inc- it's a, that's insane. Yeah. So um, I think that I am a little bit surprised with how good the Clippers look. Other than that one game? Other than that one. Well, that one. <laughs> Lost by 50 that, or whatever that was. That one game where they obviously just didn't give a crap. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I guess not. You can do that when you have stars. I yeah. guess. <laughs> Uh, and what about uh, like what about Josh Jackson? I know it's kind of a weird name poll, but but that's a guy who was a what fourth number four pick a few years back and has bounced around, yeah. and like he kind of seems like he might actually be a decent player for Detroit. He's getting the minutes. He's kind of flashing flashing his skill. Well, he always had the the physical attributes. It's just mm-hmm. mental. He couldn't put it yeah. together mentally. Yeah, like he had a couple of suspensions in there, and yeah, um, you know, just kind of couldn't get out of his own way. Yeah, and. It's not horribly uncommon to see a guy get drafted by the Suns and then, and then get traded somewhere or else and do well. Do well, yeah. Well, they've yeah, had so of, many lottery picks the last, you know. Oh, uh, they've, they've swung and missed years. a ton on them. Yeah, um, they have Marquise Chris Bender, Jackson, Bender, yeah, 
Um, I'm sure there's more. <laughs> I'm sure there's more that I can't even think of. Yeah. They're probably out of the league. Who yeah, knows? They probably are. Um, cool. Let's let's switch gears to the NFL, and then I have a little uh, would you rather for you. Okay. To, to close the show today. So, um, so the NFL, the playoffs are pretty much. Are they pretty much set? I haven't really. Well, I, they're actually not pretty much set. A lot actually has depended on next week, but <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, a lot of things got figured out. So, uh, one, the Seahawks won the, the West. Yeah. So the Seahawks won the West, and now all of a sudden, they it goes from the NFC West looking like they're going to have three teams in the playoffs to possibly having zero. Yeah. Um, because Kyler Murray's hurt. It is he hurt his leg. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Not, at the very end of the saying, game. That's right. I'm not saying what, but oh. they're saying he hurt he his leg. He looked like he was in pain, too. Yeah. Uh, Jared Goff had Jared surgery Goff today. Out, so he's going to be out week 17 for sure. And uh, it doesn't sound like it's anything long term, but if he misses that, if he, they get in, he misses that first round. And, you know, um, that's not great. But they need to win. Uh, so <laughs> they I don't know who their backup is. Yeah. Uh, who is their backup? Oh, I, I've, saw, I've seen the name a few times, like, uh, thrown about on Twitter, but it's not what Warford? John Warford, I think that's what it is. John Warford. Maybe I'm making that up. Let me let me. Uh, I know exactly. <laughs> Didn't they have Bortles, or did he get hurt? Bortles for a, like a hot minute. I thought. I'm pretty sure no, that sounds that's the wrong Bortles name. Up, didn't Bortles end up in Denver though? Yeah, I think you're right. Well, I, I gotta look this up. Let's let's see here. Um, LA Rams. John <laughs> Warford. What? I, I feel like that's wrong. It's something weird like that. I'm sorry to whoever you know. Whoever you are. So for um, if, if you care at all, this black stack beer yeah? I'm drinking is actually like it tastes boozier than the the ten percent age rate theory. Okay. That's weird, right? That is weird. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Very weird. I'm sorry, it's yeah. taking me a while to find this. Um it's fine. I, it's not um, even that important. <laughs> anyway, we really, move on. It, yeah, it, it's <laughs> I, I don't even know. Um I mean the Vikings got eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, that's crazy. The Bears are there. The Bears, Bears are basically there. are right there if they want to take it. Trubisky's been outstanding since he's yeah. come back. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know why he's been outstanding? He's played bad teams, and because they took the play calling away from Matt Nagy. From Nagy, yeah. And when you actually let your offensive coordinator coordinate the offense, mm-hmm. weird. Good things. Trubisky looks together. good. David Montgomery yeah. looks good. Allen Robinson looks good. Cole Komet looks good. Jimmy Graham was the best fantasy tight end in the league last week. Crazy. Yeah. Like all of a sudden the Bears offense looks decent. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Yeah. Uh, Cause they, yeah, it's, it is weird. Um, and Trubisky so, is going to be a free agent, right? So, so he'll probably have a new team next year. Him oh, he's going to end up somewhere. He's going to end up somewhere yeah. for sure. Um, I don't know what they're going to do, to be honest with you. Yeah. You can't rely on, um, Sorry, but. I am, shocked that the washington football team cut dwayne haskins today are you it sure sounded like they've been on the outs for a while now but it is a I bit mean, frustrating that they cut him and 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 uh dan snyder is, is just what is just you know doing what he wants pretty much because he's such a sleazeball um mm-hmm. what, that that's a bit of a double standard that's not too surprising in the nfl especially no i I'm, i guess the reason i'm surprised is because they they could have probably traded him. Possibly, the trade but they could have got maybe they could have gotten like a seventh they, round pick. I feel like they, I feel like they yeah maybe I feel like they had to have been shopping him and and uh, it sounds like he's just not a very popular player out there. But I could be wrong. I don't know. 
So my my issue with Dwayne Haskins was never I didn't know anything about the guy personally, you know, or yeah. any of the, the the interpersonal relationship issues he has with people. Um, I just know what I saw on his tape from Ohio State. Yeah, and what I saw on his tape from Ohio State was that he was an incredibly accurate passer, and he never got hit. Yeah, and he never moved in the pocket. He stood like a statue, and he rifled the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. And before the draft, I said he's going to get killed in the NFL if he can't move. Yeah, like you got to be able to at least step up in the pocket. Even the big, the big-bodied quarterbacks who we think of as, you know, these like just loaf, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the oafs back there is like big, just, you know, like Roethlisberger is the one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Roethlisberger yeah. is incredibly nimble. He is. Yeah. He he's moves. very he's he, sly in the, in the pocket. He's, he shifts, he slides the pocket. He moves yeah. up. He, he, I mean, he, he knows how to buy time. Yeah. Haskins doesn't. And I think, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to say the guy's an idiot, but yeah. like, I think the game is too fast for him. He has an incredibly yeah. slow release, and when the game speeds up at the mm-hmm. at the NFL level, yeah, he looked lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just right. lost. He couldn't go through any progressions. Yeah. We've seen this with young quarterbacks left and right. The, the, I mean, the one quarterback who has been able to figure it out is Mayfield. Yeah, yeah. Mayfield has a very slow release. Mayfield moves around a lot, but mm-hmm. he only throws well yeah. when he's moving, you know, to his yeah, right and right. has time. Yeah. And that, that, yeah, a lot of that has to do with the OC too, helping him out, getting him in the right, right positions. The change of the coaching staff and, and the Mayfield is an NFL starting quarterback. Yeah, like he is, he has won me over. He is an NFL starting quarterback. Yeah, he's not going to be spectacular. Everybody's, he's, he's fine. I don't think he's going to be a massive payday type of guy like yeah. a like a Mahomes. Sure, you know, but he, I mean, he's won me over. Uh, you know, there's there's guys who I think have won me over. Ryan Tannehill has won me over. Yeah, definitely. That's a crazy one. Um, you know, so I just don't know what what Washington's going to do at the quarterback position next year. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. Uh, which which we're going to get into Smith, that. I mean, where, where is their pick going to be at? It's going to be – I mean, there's a number of good quarterbacks that could be out there. There could be one that – I mean, hell, where man, they might win the NFC East still. I know, right? <laughs> That's right, yeah. The Giants might win the NFC East still. Yeah, yeah. The Giants might be might be seven and nine. Yeah, or is it six and ten and win the division? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's something crazy. So it's, um, it's John Wolford, by the way, out of Wake Forest, and <laughs> the Rams. The Rams just uh, signed Blake Bortles off of Denver's practice squad, and he will be backing up. he'll be backing up Wolford. So I just had to throw Blake, that out there because I found Blake it. Bortles season. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we watched we watched a little bit of the Bills tonight. Just just absolutely dismantled the Patriots, and we kind of talked a little bit about this off air. But are the Bills a Super Bowl threat? I think I, they very well could be. They're a really good team. I, I kind of think they are, and I'm kind of rooting think, for them. I kind of think they might be better than Kansas City. They very very well could be. Kansas City's defense is not great. It's not. Um. Yeah, and if and if you know, if uh, Kansas City goes up against a team with a solid defense and and has some problems, you know, which mm-hmm. they've had a little bit in the last couple of games, um, and then Kansas City's defense can't stop whoever they're playing, that that's you know, could be a problem. Yeah. Cool. You getting a beer? What are you doing there? I'm getting a beer. Sorry, is that loud? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I said earlier, oh, 
You went away from the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was trying to find a certain one, and I got the fridge like right here now. Now I've kind of reset up the uh, the old the room down here, so I've got it like within reach. And I'm like looking in here. I'm like, where's that beer? I kind of wanted to try. It's it's kind of hiding back there. So that's what I can't. I can't wait for this pandemic to be over so we can record in the same room. I know that that, that'll be exciting. Those vaccines won't be. Well, I'm not gonna say that. It'll be be a while. It'll be a few months. It'll be a while, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, might, I might, depending on how my uh, my old place of work, I might be getting it before a lot of people, but. Um, that, which is awesome. Which is great, but, you know, that doesn't help when other people aren't getting it. So once, <laughs> once everyone's getting it, then, then we'll get there and it'll, it'll, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll get back into into doing yeah, it live. My, <laughs> my wife, being an educator, might be getting it. That's true. You know, earlier yeah. than yeah. others. I, I will not. No. I work in an office. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. I will be on the last line of command to get yeah, it. Yeah. Um, say la vie. Here we yeah, are. You know? Yeah. Here we are. Um, so I, I guess that the big things about the playoffs coming, coming forward to this last week of the NFL season is that Pittsburgh and Cleveland are playing each other. Pittsburgh is playing for Pittsburgh has to play. Yeah. Yeah. Because they have to play for home field advantage in mm-hmm. the first game because you only get one bye now. Yeah. There's only one bye. It's the number one and seed. Kansas City, right? Yeah. The city has it locked. Yep. Yeah, because they beat Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Kansas City's fourteen and one, and no one else is close. So I mean, the Bills are. They, play, they, they, they played each other though. Pittsburgh's twelve and three as well. Oh, twelve and three. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they, they got it. Kansas City has it. Or Kansas City um, has it. So, so Pittsburgh's playing for the for home. I guess when they're not playing for home field. Now that I think about it. Let's see, slow Pittsburgh. No, I think they've got it already. I don't know how much well, they have to. So here's the question: Then are yeah. they going to play? starters against Cleveland knowing they could knock Cleveland out of the playoffs. Yeah, maybe they might. Or do they lay down and know that they might get Cleveland in the first week of the playoffs? Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Do you want Cleveland? Uh, Cleveland has been playing well. I mean, they, they lost this last game to the Jets, which is, you know, a bummer, but it's also because they had no, no receivers at all. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, they were all on the COVID list. Um, <laughs> so that kind of hurts your offense, uh, and oh, I was—I mean, you would think a little so. bit, right? And I, I think they were playing in snow too. Was that that game? Maybe it was a different game. Um, anyway, I don't know. So I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't Do you know. want Cleveland? Do you probably want to. <sighs> yeah, I don't even I know Cleveland. how to. Yeah, it's, yeah. It depends on who you. What, what are your options? Is it Cleveland Gosh, or Indianapolis? Know. Like um, I don't know. I have Cleveland, Indianapolis. I don't know how the how the bracket looks. So I'm not really sure how how that would look. Um. So who else is vying for a spot of the play? So how many teams? It's uh one, two, seven, seven teams. So one, two. Gosh, there's only three guaranteed playoff teams right now. Teams that are fighting for it are Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland, Indy. And that's it. Tennessee. Um, is that in the East in the AFC? So yeah, that's one, two, three, four, five. So let's see, one, two three so one of those teams won't make it out of Indy, so tennessee, tennessee baltimore cleveland miami one yeah, of those tennessee miami it. baltimore cleveland indy so right now indy's on the outside looking in yeah. they're the they're the they're the one that needs help yeah um baltimore i believe is playing cincinnati yeah so that should be a win this week miami is playing somebody decent i thought let's see miami is playing my internet is really slow. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> I got this Blazer game going on, probably. Miami is playing... Uh, oh, they're playing Buffalo. 
Well, again, there Buffalo is Buffalo's already is is going to rest their players probably. I mean, you'd think so, but that also keeps them away from Kansas City. Yeah, a yeah. win keeps them away from Kansas City side of the bracket. Yeah, man, I don't know. There's a lot stuff. going on here. Yeah, very interesting. interesting. So, and, the, and, the, and the NFC: Green Bay, New Orleans, Seattle have it yeah. locked up. Washington right now has the tiebreaker. Yeah. Uh, Tampa Bay has already clinched their spot, so Tampa Bay's in. Tampa Bay is uh, in. And then, it, yeah. and then it becomes a race for those two wild card spots between the yeah. Rams at nine and six, but playing without Goff. Yeah. Um, Cardinals the, eight and seven. The Bears at eight and seven, and the Cardinals at eight and seven. Yeah. I, I really don't know what to think of this. <laughs> I don't know either. Um. <sighs> I mean, Arizona and the Rams are playing each other. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Who has I the tiebreaker? I, I guess Arizona, if they won, they would have the tiebreaker. But they played already, right? Did they win before that? <sighs> well, I mean, the other thing to think about here is that even though they have or they don't have home Arizona, field wrapped Arizona up. Arizona lost to the Rams already. Yeah. Home field's not wrapped up for, uh, for Green Bay. And Green sure. Bay plays in Chicago. Okay. And that's and like rivals. Yeah, that's rivals. Yeah, rivalry. Rivalry. So, yeah. Anyway, it's good that's, stuff. That's I'm, yeah, I'm excited. Exciting for the last week of the uh, the NFL. I feel like that's the most, uh, the closest a lot of these matchups have been have uh, playoff uh, implication games that there there has been the the best there has been in quite a while. It always seems like there's only like one or two games that might figure out some playoff spots, but this year it seems pretty close. Like it, it, there's a lot there's a lot that could go on. A lot of different scenarios so that's kind of exciting so i got some ho- would you rathers some which one hoops some, some would you rather yeah no i thought you said i got some hoop would you i gotcha would you rather yeah bring it on most of these are nfl actually as Sounds i'm looking great. at them i'm fine with that um okay so would you rather have carson wentz or nick Foles? <laughs> um i'd rather have wentz Carson Wentz or Andy Dalton? Is this like a starter for a whole season? Yeah. Um, Wentz. Carson Wentz or Marcus Mariota? Mariota. Mariota or Jalen Hurts? I'd rather Jalen Hurts. I like Jalen Hurts. That's interesting, right? Is this an interesting... Yeah, that is. Yeah, it is. It's funny how, you know... The mighty so, Carson Wentz has fallen. He has fallen, but the only reason why I took him over some of those players, like I don't like Foles at all. I'm not a huge. Uh, uh, who's the second guy? He said um, Dalton. Uh, Dalton. Uh, Dalton's fine. He's a fine backup at this point, I think. But I, 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 I would hope that if Wentz is able to go to a team that's just a different team, different, different place, and even if he's backing up somebody for a year or two, and and maybe he can fix his. His, his mechanics and his game that he could possibly get back to how he was. I feel like he's way too much in his head and, and something's funky about the way he throws and his footwork. Um, but I think he, he could be a decent enough quarterback at some points. He seems like he makes like a lot of the right reads and a lot of the right. And we've talked about the sport before um, a lot of the right looks, but it looks like his confidence is shot and his, and his something about his body is shot. So I, I kind of trust, trust him a little more than a lot of those other guys. I don't, I don't like Foles at all. And, um, but I like Hertz. Hertz is Hertz is uh he he's shown he's shown a lot. I could see Hertz being a pretty good quarterback down the line. What about Wentz or Cam Newton? God, Wentz. I Cam Newton yeah. is bad, man. I think he's almost done. <laughs> he looks bad. 
Yeah, Wentz or, or Trubisky. I think I'd go. Well, Trubisky. That's a good one. That's a, that's a good one. I think one. I'd go with Trubisky at this point because it <laughs> seems like Trubisky can can uh, can actually beat the bad teams and and seems to be a capable quarterback against the bad teams at least. Yeah. So yeah. I think I'd, I'd give Trubisky a shot. Over. Okay. So so that's a tough uh, one. On this one, you are you're the GM for the Washington football team. Sure. Do you ride with Alex Smith or Kyle Allen as your quarterback? Um, that's a tough one. Probably Alex Smith. What about um, Alex Smith or Tyrod Taylor? I think Alex Smith. I'm not. I'm not really a big Tyrod Taylor fan. Alex Smith or yeah, I mean, Andy you could, Dalton? You could bring in Tyrod Taylor and he could start like one game and then get hurt. I think I feel like that's happened. Two, I think that's happened two years in a row, hasn't it? Hey, to, be fair, with... to be fair, this year was an absolute fluke. So, it was. A, it was a fluke. That was a huge fluke. But like, but you know, to be fair, he shouldn't have been uh, starting anyway. Herbert should have been starting from the, no, the get go. <laughs> no, Alex Smith or Andy Dalton. <sighs> I guess Alex Smith. I like I like Alex Smith. He hasn't been horrible. Alex Smith or Mitch Trubisky. Oh man, I think I'm sticking with Alex Smith. Alex Smith or David David Carr, not David Carr, Derek Carr. <laughs> oh, I think Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah. I'm try, I'm trying to figure out what Washington's going to do because Smith looks like he's the only viable option there. He does look like that. Um, I mean, and, Kyle Allen was all right with uh, Carolina when they had Rivera, and obviously they brought him in, and then he got hurt really badly. Uh, I think so, Kyle. Allen I like fine, I like Kyle but, Allen. It's fine. I, he might yeah. be fine. I mean, what what free agent quarterbacks are out there? Is that who you've been naming? Is just the free agent quarterbacks? Kind of, but I mean, like, yeah. well, I mean, Dak there? Dak could be a free agent. He could be. I think. They, I mean, they'd be stupid not to sign him. What are they going to What are they going to do at quarterback if they don't sign him? I don't know. I mean, look at look at like uh, Elliot uh, Ezekiel Elliott's like his production with with Dak, and then look at his production without Dak, and it's pretty insane. I mean, he, he was mm-hmm. a productive running back with Dak. And he's had a rough year in general. I think obviously that whole team has, but he finally had a pretty decent game this last game. But uh, I think Dak makes you better all around. And you have all those weapons on offense. I mean, you need a quarterback that can get it to those guys. I mean, you have yeah. uh, Amari Cooper and uh, CeeDee Lamb, who very very well could be their best receiver down the line, like in a, even now or even in a year or two. And then they have a Gallup, who's actually a really good receiver as well. Michael so, Gallup had a hell of a game last week. Yeah, he did. Um, so so, I, so what do you, what, you're not going to find a better quarterback than Dak out there right now. I mean, so, so you know, pay him but, the money, man. But yeah, he so, could be a so free Derek Carr, Derek Carr could be on the block. That's right, yeah. Um, or Mariota as well. Could be. Mar- Mariota could be on the block. James um, Winston I don't know what the heck is going to happen with Breeze or Taysom Hill or like, I mean, it's, I mean yeah. I mean, to James be honest, Winston. To be honest, Taysom Hill like still not a great quarterback, but he he I, he did much better than I thought he would, giving the reins. And it seemed like agreed. it seemed like they actually do like him because they played him over Winston and he got the minutes or the the yeah the the snaps and the he did pretty well with them. So Garoppolo. he might he might be the the future there. Garoppolo and then what's San Francisco going to do? Matt Will Stafford. Stafford, sure. Stafford's a fine quarterback. I think he's a he's pretty block. I think I think the, yeah, the powers might... that be in Detroit are going to be are done with that Stafford. Sure, we might see a lot of quarterback change over the. Over the what about Sam year. Darnold? Yeah, I don't know about Sam Darnold. Uh, <laughs> someone might the, give him a chance. The right answer. It's the right answer. Someone might give him a chance, but I I I think I think he might not be a NFL quarterback. 
He's two and zero in the last two weeks. It's true, but he was also zero and <laughs> whatever previously. Touche, touche, touche. Uh, he might be fine somewhere else. He might need a new a change of scenery, you know, away from Matt Gase. Hopefully, they fire Matt Gase, even though they won two in a row. It's not because of Matt Gase that they won two in a row. You uh, would you rather take J.K. Dobbins or Jonathan Taylor? Oh man, um. I like both of those guys a lot. I think probably I Taylor. Would you oh, take J.K. Dobbins or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire? I take Dobbins, no doubt. I, I I think Hilaire is overrated. Would you take J.K. Dobbins or James Robinson? I take Dobbins. I like James Robinson a lot too, though. I really do. But I I really like Dobbins. I think he's. I think next year you're going to see him really blow up. I like him a lot. But you take Taylor over him, though. I think so because I like Taylor a lot too. I think I like. I mean, I, we could talk about other rookie running backs. I'm not really sure where they all rank, but out of like Taylor Dobbins, I mean, I like Swift a lot as well. But I think Taylor and Dobbins are my two favorites. Yeah, I Dobbins think it's pretty is good. Clear. Yeah, and I, I, I think I, James Robinson. I think Robinson James. Uh, I, yeah, I think Robinson's going to be fine next. I think he's going to be the starter again. He's he's been great. I, I, I don't see why. I don't see why Jackson. I don't see why Jacksonville would, would spend a high draft pick on, on a running back when they clearly trust him and he clearly can produce even even against game script game script he's he's fine so I agree yeah I agree I think I would have said differently about a month and a half ago but oh I, I, about, yeah, uh, I, Josh, I I traded him in a f- few fancy leagues uh, thinking that I maybe him in a thinking, thinking that maybe like this was just this year and then and then as the year went on I was like yeah that was a, probably a mistake <laughs> he's gonna be yep. fine um, but whatever. Yep happens yeah, i got i got a, i got a bad return yeah so did i so did i <laughs> what about uh josh jacobs or saquon barkley oh we'll stick with barkley i think yeah. barkley will bounce back barkley or jonathan taylor i can't believe that this is the a question going to into uh, next year <laughs> but probably barkley still guy he's only what 23 right Bar- barkley or ezekiel elliott barkley for sure Barkley or Christian McCaffrey? Oh, C Mac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's had a weird this has been a weird year. I don't think that this this his injuries this year have had have has had anything to do with his like usage. I think it's it just been flukes. I mean it was they they were holding him out and then he was gonna come in. He played that one game and then he kinda got hurt again with like a fluke and then and then he was about to come back and he hurt his quad practicing. So I I I think it was just uh, just a bad year for him. I think he'll come back and be fine next year. So fantasy football aside. If you were an okay. NFL GM sure. and you were trying to build a championship roster. I know. I think too much fantasy, but yeah. Josh Allen or Kyler Murray? That's tough. Um, Is it? I don't think it's tough at all. Yeah, I know you'd pick Josh Allen. Right? Every day of the week. Every day of the week. Be- because he's more accurate he's a- as a passer now? Because he's a more accurate passer and I think he's a more durable runner. That, that could be true. But I think about the teams around them, and I think Buffalo has a much stronger team around them. Do they? The better receiver is Maybe on not Arizona. The, that's possible. I think Diggs is severely underrated. The better running back is on Arizona. Yeah, no, you're right. I think uh, Buffalo probably has a better line. Yeah, I can see yeah. Josh Allen. I, I think that you're probably right. Yeah, I think I would, I would agree. I just think Josh Allen has come more year to year than anyone expected. 
at a no, you're right. Yeah, I was never a Josh Allen fan. A, he looks like a good quarterback. I think he's a legit top five quarterback in the NFL right now. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. who you put over him. I mean, I think you put – you'd be hard-pressed to say there's a better quarterback. I mean, Mahomes is going to be your number one mm-hmm. probably. But I don't know if you could say anyone's ahead of Aaron Rodgers at two. Yeah. And then Russell Wilson probably at three. Yeah. Then who? Yeah. I mean, like, like, like honestly, like, then, is, it, is it Watson? Is it Josh yeah. Allen? Yeah. Is it – I say I am excited to see Watson with a, a new coaching staff, hopefully a good coaching staff, and hopefully some more weapons around him because I think he's a great quarterback. I, One I'm of the excited. issues with Watson is he's had to throw the ball so damn much. Sure. With yeah. no line. He's had no he's been running for his life and throwing the ball. Like, mm-hmm. of course he's going to make mistakes, you know? I think he's been great, uh, though. I mean, yeah, he makes mistakes, but God, he gets a lot out of what he has. Oh yeah, um, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Dak, Dak is up there, I think, as well. I, I have reservations just because I want to see how Dak comes back from that injury. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but you're right. I think he is right there. Yeah, uh, I feel like we've got to be missing somebody that's really good. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Sam Darnold. <laughs> Sam Darnold, yeah, sure. Oh wait, no, we're, we're forgetting Joe Burrow because he's the greatest quarterback yeah. in the world. That's yeah, what I don't know. Said. I don't even know if he's the greatest rookie. He's not. <laughs> Justin Herbert. <sighs> Burrow's not, and Burrow's not even a top fifteen quarterback in the league. No, I don't think so. Like he threw the ball a ton and he put yeah. up stats. Yep. Great. I mean, great. Honestly, there's a lot of guys who do that and are horrible quarterbacks. So Carson Wentz. Um, <laughs> Uh, I don't think we're missing anybody on that list. Tannehill, yeah, Tannehill's fine, but he's not up. He's he's uh, like a tier below. Yeah, I don't think we are. I think that's that seems like that's Goff, yeah, Breeze. Yeah. I mean, Breeze is great, but I mean, he's, Ryan, not, he's not what Brady. he was. Mm, not what they were. Uh, I don't know. Roethlisberger, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that he's probably in that top tier. He's looked better. Uh, I like Josh Allen more. I like Josh Allen more too. As a passer. Yeah. As a yeah, passer. Of course. Yeah. Um, but I think you're going to get, I, th- I really that's do think close, you're going to, you're going to get Herbert in that, up in that list. Again, if, if they, uh, if they, if they fire Anthony Lynn and get a better staff in there, um, I like Herbert a lot and I'm not just seeing that as a deck homer. I was kind of out on Herbert at the beginning of the year and God, just watching some of those games, like, God, man, he makes those throws. He really does. He has <laughs> he no fear. Good. He has no, no fear, fear and, and and he he's a lot more accurate than I thought he was. He obviously makes a few mistakes, but nothing crazy. Nothing crazy no. so far. No, nothing crazy at all. Yeah. Um, what have you been watching, man? What have we been watching? Jeez. Uh, I finished season one of The Mandalorian finally. Yeah, he's you still you on board still? It's good. It's really okay. good. Yeah, it gets better. And season two, like I said, will get even better. Um, I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you stuck with it. Uh, God, what have we been watching? Well, if, you if you would have told me my boy Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, well, yeah, I don't want to ruin it. it. Yeah. But I would have been like, well, yeah, I'm all and, in. I gotta, I gotta he'll, see. He'll, he'll be in it much more in season two as well. I got to see bugging out from do the right thing. Like with a lightsaber. That's amazing. Yeah. I, mean, no, I haven't yeah. seen do the right thing since I was like a teenager. And I don't You should probably watch that. Immediately. I know. I, I, I know I've, it's been on my list. I've been like looking at it and I really, really, I really want to rewatch that. Um, so it, no, it, it'll happen. Especially with all the, the racial tension in this country. It sure. is so yeah. important that everyone watch do the right thing. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
God, what? So we've been watching older movies. We we tend to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep, keeping up with the Altman. Like uh, we watched The Player, mm-hmm. which I've never seen. Fantastic Tim Robbins movie. That's really good. About, how, about you know Hollywood, anti Hollywood kind of movie. Um, mm-hmm. And then Shell watched Soul. I didn't watch it, but she watched it, and and she really loved it. So it sounds like a lot of people are, are liking Soul. I'm not. I'm not really. I'll have to watch that at some point, but she, yeah, but Oliver she was like, really wanting to watch it, but Noah was very against it. Yeah, um, yeah Shell watched a bit with with Miles, but he kind of got bored. But he, yeah. but he seemed to, he, I don't think he understood what was going on, but he seemed to really That's like the, the like Pixar the, movies yeah. are pretty boring for little kids. Mm-hmm. Sure, they gotta be like just the right, you know, like Toy Story, Monsters, like Monsters Inc. They can capture the little kids, but like Up, Wally, yeah, a uh, little, a little too much. Sure, I could see that. Little littles. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. We watched uh, we watched the flight attendant, which is an HBO Max oh, yeah, series. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, yeah. It's still not. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. I'm not upset. I watched it. Um, but I, I wouldn't like. Yeah, you're not fiending for more. I wouldn't go out of my way to recommend it. Yeah. I put it that way. Yeah. What? Yeah, we've been also uh, watching The Expanse, which which there's a new season on Amazon. Yeah, you guys love The Expanse. We love The Expanse. This season's been yeah. it's been fine. It's it gets a little uh like we uh it, you know, it'd been a year since we've watched it, so uh we kind of forgot what, what had happened or where we were oh, and, and yeah. like the so we watched the recap and a lot of times recaps are helpful and this one was not helpful at all. So it's, it's like, <laughs> it's like we didn't want to go back and watch the, you know, the last couple episodes of the other season because they're hour, hour piece and we just don't have that time. Like, why do you want to? So we've been kind of struggling through that. It's been all right, but I think the other seasons have been better. Great, great sci-fi though. Sci-fi show if you've never seen it. Yeah. Just as an update on the Blazer game uh, for you. Uh, combined. Covington and Derek Jones Jr. are three of sixteen. I know. I've seen and that O of nine from three. Yeah. I'm really down and five. CJ, yeah, and CJ is six of sixteen. This is not yeah. trending well. Uh Anthony Simons has not attempted a shot yet. No. That's good. Carmelo missing his three pointer. Oh, is that trend? That's, that's trend. trend. Carmelo's out. Yeah. COVID. Oh, that's right. He's out. Yeah. Sorry, my my uh, screen's old. No, it's Covington that missed that. Oh, that screen's all blurry, so it's hard good. to hard to tell good. who it was. Another Covington miss, good. Yeah, <laughs> he'll get it together, but man, he'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, um, I'd rather. Yeah, I'm mean, I'm fine with him shooting open threes, and that's what that was at open corner three. Cool, man. Well, that's all I got. Do you got anything? No, I think that's it. It's perfect. That's right on right on cue. Just about one hour. Uh, you can you can find us on Twitter at CW McGrath. That's Casey at Volcom Pancake. That's me. Or the podcast at Losers Gracious. You can find us on Instagram. Uh, we don't post very often, but one day we will. One day. It'll happen. One day. <laughs> uh, you can find us anywhere you get your podcast, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Anchor, uh, Podchaser. There's a whole bunch of these things that are out there that all host podcasts, apparently. Um, But if you like, share, subscribe, give us a five-star rating on the Apple Podcast. That would mean a lot. And we'll talk to you guys next week. 